Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yay, networks. Hi, guys. It's Brandy. And this is Stephanie. And, and this, this is your weekly dose of BS. Today, we have a very special guest all the way from Salt Lake City. I'm so excited. I haven't watched Salt Lake City, but she's so pretty that... <laughs> 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 She's like so cute and she you know what she has like Brandy and I always people were like they have thought we had like a chipmunk voice or whatever. I feel like she could be our third chipmunk. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. We could yes, like I, yeah, I've heard her voice. Yeah, she could be. Yeah, she like has like a, you know, Somebody like a, sign us up. Yes. We could be the the three. <laughs> I don't know. The chipettes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, she's really, really, really sweet. Whitney and I actually share a manager, um, and um, I've talked to her just a few times, and she's just a lovely, lovely person. So um, I'm excited to have her on. And also, her uh, franchise is like, there's so much drama all the time. I feel like that one in Beverly Hills with everything going on with Jen Shaw, and oh, we should have Do you Jen- think it's lighthearted drama, or do you think it's like deep? Oh, I think it's a combo. Do you? Well, I, mean, I feel like, like the with Jen, Jen everything is pretty is, deep. Yeah, oh, it was oh, pretty well. dark. <laughs> So I think it's uh-huh. kind of a I think it's kind of a combo. It's, it's a different story. It's yeah. a different yeah, it's a different one. <laughs> Speaking of Jen, you know, I would love to see Brandy and Jen Shaw on like the um Housewives uh trip. Girls trip? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no thank you. <laughs> you'd be so safe and protected there'd be cameras everywhere. Yeah, you'd be so good. You couldn't go missing. If, okay, if they asked you to do Real Housewives girl trip and it was like you and Jen Shaw was another person there, would you do it? I mean, I'm not scared of her. I, would, I mean, <laughs> thankfully, and then you guys could I hash out like it. the whole. Yeah, the whole our house podcast situation. would be so famous. <laughs> Do I it mean, for a podcast. Yeah. All right, let's give her a call. Hi, hi, it's um, Stephanie, Brandy, and Trey. We are so excited to have you on our podcast today. So thank you so much for giving yes. us your time. I know you messaged me today saying your voice was a little raspy, so I hope you're feeling okay. Ooh, that's and- sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi, Whitney. Hi, Brandy. It's so nice to meet you. Same. I hope to meet you in person one day. I heard you're lots of fun. Um, so- oh. So when I was telling uh, Brandy and Trey, the first time I met you uh, via, I guess, Zoom was uh, during COVID. Bravo was doing these like Zoom happy hours and um, you and I were both hired to do one. I believe it was for Halloween and I did it with you. Uh, who else? Mary and um, oh my goodness. Who else from your show? I think it was Meredith. Meredith. Yeah. You, Mary Meredith. and Meredith. And you really stuck out to me during that happy hour because you were so excited to be part of the franchise. You were so bubbly, so adorable. Um, and you out of uh, everybody on that Zoom like really stuck out to me because I loved your energy. Um, so again, just so happy you're here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your life because I know you're a mama and you have a million things going on. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, yes, of course. I apologize. I did. I woke up with a head cold. So I sound a little, a little under the weather, but... I am fine if you are. Yeah, we're good to go. We're good to go. Um, 
Okay, so um, Brandy has a story also about your show that I think she was going to share, and then we'll get back. We'll get right into asking you questions and kind of how you came about housewives and all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, it's really crazy because before there was even ever an announcement that there was Salt Lake City, I have a friend that goes to our country club with us, and she called me out of the blue and said, hey, um, I have a question for you. Is it crazy whenever they're filming in your home because there is someone that apparently they're trying to film a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and one of the ladies wants to rent one of my properties. And so I was like, oh, um, yeah, you know, they have insurance, you know, whatever. It's no big deal. And she said, well, I'm really nervous about it. Anyways, I it, any I was in favor of this situation. <laughs> However, <laughs> months later, there is an announcement. Trey brings it up on the podcast. And I say, well, I do know that there is a renter. <laughs> and then I, I... The next thing I know is someone's flying to Dallas to kick my butt. <laughs> Jen Shaw got really mad at Brandy. She did not I'm say like, her I name. I didn't but... even know. Her. I didn't even know her name. They, and my friend didn't even tell me her name. So it was. It was so, really. Fun. I actually I remember this because there was a whole like, um, she posted like the haka dance and she um, posted like plane tickets. I remember this and I remember. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, wow, you just implicated yourself because no one ever said a name. She Nobody. really did. Nobody yeah. said a name. It was so <laughs> well, funny. I was like, Brandy, and I was she's like, coming. Well. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, uh, um, I don't know if this is harassment or bullying <laughs> or if I should just lock my doors. <laughs> it was, it was well, so funny. To Salt Lake City. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> so, so funny. Well, and what was interesting about that is we have multiple people um, – in our city on our cast that rent. So it could have been a handful of people. That's why I thought it was so crazy that she just um, ran with it. But, you know... She was coming for you. Yeah. Yes. I was like, okay. It was. We well, so- you know who's crazy on that one. <laughs> now, Stephanie, on y'all season, didn't Carrie Duber rent a house one year whenever her home was being remodeled, and yeah. the owner would not let them uh, you, film? Okay, so this is okay. This is it's what's worse is yes, Carrie. Oh yeah, Carrie rented a home. I thought it was when she. Uh, whenever I think it was like her last season on the show, which would be season three for her, and uh, going in telling them that they were gonna, she was gonna film, and this house was gonna be used to film, and she rented a really nice house because her house was under construction, with the knowledge of she needed something nice for the show, um, and uh, signed the contract, and then right before filming started, I guess the people that owned the show wanted production owned to the pay home. them all, or own the home want a production to pay them all of this money for the availability to use their home to to uh, film uh, turned out to be a huge thing. So Carrie ended up having to film at her parents' home that entire season because the house they were renting, the renter just went crazy and decided that she wouldn't let them uh, use the use the home for the show, which is kind of the only reason they rented that house. So uh, it's it's funny. I feel like a lot of people rent, but it was really crazy that that happened. I will never forget that. Um, and even though it was horrible for Brandy, it was very entertaining for Trey and I to sit back and watch her fly to Dallas. I was like, do you want to come to my house? Or you're saying, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Because when someone talks like that, you don't know if you should take them seriously or not, right? And that was like at the beginning before we knew who this woman was really was yeah. so it's like I know crazy it was, bizarre I was so nuts yeah well Brandy I have been on the receiving end of that as well so I will tell you you are safe though 
<laughs> so Whitney, who did you know before filming started? I was friends with Heather before filming started. So Heather is who I have to um, thank for bringing me into the group of women. Um, Lisa Barlow really was the one that got the show on the radar um, oh. and was, she has um, tried to pitch a couple reality shows here in Salt Lake City. And um, yeah, Heather recommended me. Oh, that's amazing. That's really fascinating. So Lisa was actually the one that kind of pitched the show and got it going um, yes. to where there. I did not know that. That's very, very interesting. Um, how were how was uh, Salt Lake whenever it came out that you guys were doing a housewife franchise? Were they really supportive? Were they uh, were people not wanting it to happen? Like how was uh, how was the city as a whole? I think it was split. It was it's. 50, it was a good, like, 50-50, um, which is actually a great representation of the Utah culture here. Um, I think that there was a lot of worry and a lot of hesitation around how the Mormon church was going to be portrayed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Utah is probably about a 50-50 split of its members. I don't know. I, I haven't checked the stats in a while. So <laughs> you have a lot of people who are fanatic about housewives here, though, who love it, welcome it, want to be a part of it, want to, like, host parties, open their restaurants for you. And then you have others who are just, like, want nothing to do with it, think that Utah is not portrayed correctly and are still really concerned and protective over the way that we speak and portray the predominant religion, which is the uh, Mormon church. Okay, now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. As you guys know, I love therapy. I think everybody who's on the Housewives franchise should get therapy because you're going to need it at some point. So just have somebody (laughs) ready to talk to you. That way you're not like doing this by yourself. I have used BetterHelp for a while now since COVID. And what I love about BetterHelp is I can do therapy in the comfort of my own home. I can do video chat or phone call, and I can connect with my therapist during the week um, just messaging them, which is really, really nice. BetterHelp is just a fraction of traditional therapy. I know I have done both. Um, And again, you're matched by your perfect therapist by going online, taking a quiz, and then based on the answers to your quiz, you're matched to the perfect person to fit your needs. And if for some reason that's not the perfect fit, you can continue trying out a new therapist until you find the right one for you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off of their first month at betterhelp.com slash weekly dose. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash weekly dose. I can relate to that because um, my kids went to a Baptist um, private school and, you know, Baptists in the South. <laughs> yes, you have to be yeah. very, very And perfect. I called wine Jesus juice and um, because I, they claimed that I uh, made a mockery of the Holy Sacrament. They let my children go from the school. So I did have a little bit of conflict there in the beginning, but I feel like it completely turned around like once they kind of you know, saw that it wasn't, I mean, the show hadn't even aired yet and we were released from the school. So they, um, they released their children from the school because of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Her children oh, got wow. literally kicked out of their own school because uh, Brandy said Jesus juice and they did not want, yeah, I guess like, and you can't cuss, you can't do anything. And, um, 
It's at- like it's like Footloose. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's crazy. No, I actually, so my husband, I don't know if you know this, but my husband grew up in Houston, Texas, and he talks a lot about, um, I don't know if it's appropriate or not to say Bible Belt region. Is yeah, that yeah. No, yes, I mean, we say great. that all the time yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, he, he said that the Baptist church is very similar to, you know, our experience with the Mormon church. So um, I've, I've heard a lot of stories from my husband, too, growing up. A lot of his friends were Baptists, which is, like, really the same as Mormonism as far as, like, um, faith in Christianity, but Mormons don't drink Jesus juice. <laughs> Actually, a lot of Baptists don't either. They they hide oh, it. Really? Yeah, they hide it. They, oh, they, yeah. they hide it. They drink. They drink without anybody knowing. Yes, without anybody yes, knowing. yes. But you know, I was uh, I was telling uh, Brandy before we started this podcast. It's so interesting. Or before we started this interview, it's so interesting because um, I know every city is different. But with us, whenever we started in Dallas and Housewives came out. I think I was very naive and I thought everyone was going to be so happy for us. And that really wasn't the case. Like you kind of have people talking bad about you before they even meet you on camera, which is really weird. Um, And then people that you think are your friends, uh, I would guess, I would say at least season one, they kind of turn their back on you. They don't talk to you. It's almost like you have like some disease that they're going to catch or, you know, and then it's funny because after one season goes by, all these people that kind of shunned you want to be your best friend and are, you know, auditioning for the show. Um, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, you, you talk so bad about us. And now, you know, like publicly on Facebook and everything, and now you're auditioning to be a part of it. Like, it's crazy. Right. It is such a crazy cycle because I've gone through the same. I've, I feel like each season, my circle get smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. Like the people who are in my interpersonal life become smaller and smaller. And then it's at the same time, there's like this pull of more and more people want something from you. They want to be a part of what you're doing. They want your attention. Like it is a really hard thing to balance, I think. And I've been through that as well, where I have lost some dear friends over this situation because, you know, we both auditioned at the same time and I, I got it and they didn't or, you know, people hated on it at first, but now they're okay with it. It's been mm-hmm. the worst is when people, the thing that I don't understand, and I don't know if you both can relate to this, but I have friends like audition in secret. They didn't tell me. Oh, and, yes. Uh-huh. And, yep. And I'm like, why wouldn't you tell me I'd advocate? I'd advocate for you. Yes. Right. Yes. I, we've, I've had that happen before. I feel like I never really... I was always, I remember meeting Tamara Judge uh, really like early on season one with Carrie Duper and she gave me the best piece of advice and it was like, she was like, never give them any of your friends for the show. And I was like, okay. And she was like, because they're just going to, you know, usually hang out with people that are like you and they just, they're just going to take your job. They're cheaper than you because they're a season one. And she was like, a lot of people cast themselves out because they just give them so many people. I will say Carrie Duber is one of those people that I think <laughs> cast herself she out did. because she gave them so many people. I never gave them anyone. I feel like Brandy gave them people, but I also think that Brandy's so nice. Like she would have people kind of befriend her to be able to audition and to get that moment. And then they would just kind of crap all over her afterwards, yeah. which, you know, it was annoying for me to watch as her friend. Um, but I really never, I think I may have given them one person, but I'm going to be honest. I knew that person would never do it, which is the reason I gave them that one person. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was trying to not piss off the, uh, the, uh, talent, you know, 
coordinator the or casting, whatever. Yeah, the yeah, casting the person. person. So I was like, oh, I have one person. And I knew she would never do it, but I, I did just, your job. I did my job. I gave her like one person that was would never in their wildest dreams do this. Um, okay, yeah, so that's, that's actually good advice. And yes. I think the, the casting period is okay, there's two periods during the cycle of a season. One, I'm in the period right now where we've wrapped season three mm-hmm. and we're wrapping up our confessionals and we're just waiting for it to air. I think that is one of the hardest parts where the women just start to go crazy. Yes, because you don't know what's going to happen and they kind yeah. of like fight amongst each other. Everyone's on edge. Off. Yeah. yeah, and currently my castmates are kind of starting to go at it online too because some of us have posted pictures together and some haven't and it's like, turning into this whole drama and then the casting like when you start filming and you just come off the season when the season's airing and you have to relive it and then you have all the twitter um ultra fans who love you or hate you but then like they're casting new people and that those two cycles wouldn't you say are like the hardest part of this process yeah i would say for me i'm brandy may be different but for me it's um filming's like one thing filming is exhausting um but I would say the waiting game because everyone's kind of like everybody also, at least on our show, I felt like a lot of people just wanted attention nonstop kind of still do, even though we've been off the air for a while. Um, (laughs) But they like to, you know, release things that aren't even true or, you know, they like to stay in, you know, the limelight, I guess, social media wise. So that was annoying, but I would say the hardest thing, and it took me a few years to get is, um, you know, like Twitter and Instagram, just when the show's out, it was so hard because you have all these people coming for you, these like social media warriors that you don't know. And it's sometimes hard not to be pissed off at your cast members because, you know, they're taking sides. And so if I was in a fight with, say, Cameron, for example, because I feel like I was fighting with her like every season almost, um, and all these people on social media were very opinionated, it would make me more angry at her because I felt like I was just getting attacked for the things that were happening on the show. And I'm sure the same, you know, for her. But I think that's the hardest part is like blocking out the noise to the fact that I actually hired Trey at some point to do my social media because I could not handle it emotionally. I was like, I'm not cut out for this. Yeah, it's so hard. It's the hardest part. But Trey, I I don't haven't officially like talked to you. This is my first time, but I feel like I know you just through Seth's Instagram. <laughs> oh, so I I have to tell you. So I was looking at your Instagram this morning, and I um told you and Stephanie share a manager. Um, and I told her this a few months ago. I was in London, and um, Gottmik was performing, who's like a huge drag queen. Who's on RuPaul's Drag Race, and in the middle of her set, did this whole like montage where she had the video of you falling with the cake, and did a whole song to it, and it was the most entertaining thing. And she was I mean I don't know if she played it cool when you met her but she is an absolute diehard Whitney fan oh my god I did not know that oh like like London went wild for some Whitney Rose you have to go to London you have to go to London (laughs) it's really funny because London and Ireland I get a lot of a lot of Ireland a lot of London but I'm a huge Gottmik fan and I got to um, host a drag show here last weekend and she was one of the headliners so no she played it totally cool we were just like chit-chatting backstage oh she like, was losing it in london well, over I, you. Was, like, <laughs> it, I was like for her and violet Chotch, uh because 
um, their, their seasons were some of my favorite of Drag Race, so... I know, I know it's summer and the last thing you want to do is think about life insurance. But hear me out, especially you parents out there. Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies that can be customized to your family and you can be up and running in just 10 minutes. So then you can fully enjoy the summer worry-free because your family will be protected. Fabric was built by parents for parents to help make it easier to manage your family's finances. Fabric is all online, so everything is on your schedule. You don't need to schedule anything or make time for phone calls or appointments. Just apply online when it's convenient for you. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply and see your quote and then personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Protect your family's financial future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash weekly dose. That's meetfabric.com slash weekly dose in all caps, M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash weekly dose. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis Life, not available in New York and Montana, price subject to underwriting and health questions. Who have been some people that you've met since doing Housewives that you were surprised were Housewives fans, like famous people? Um, oh, that is a, uh, Julia Gardner. Oh. oh. Yeah, Julia Gardner. I got to do Watch What Happens Live with her. And if people don't know who Julia Gardner is, she's, she plays Ruth on Ozark. Yes. She's amazing. She's amazing. She was in Inventing Anna. Yes. Oh, fun yes. fact. Yeah, Inventing Ozark. Anna, Ozark. Like, she is a phenomenal actress. Wow. And, um, I, she was starstruck over me. Oh, my gosh. And it it blew my mind. Like, oh. I I was so confused. I thought I was being pranked. I'm like, did did someone put you up to this? Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> I'm, I'm such a huge fan of hers. So, um, if you go to my Instagram, a ways down, she actually told me off in her Ruth accent. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, I remember that. seeing that. that was it was so, so, good. so, so good. Yeah. I died. I was like, okay. Cause I was fangirling over her, but she was fangirling over me and we just hit it off. And, um, she is so sweet. Oh my gosh. So she's sweet. amazing. She is amazing. Yeah. Okay. So throwing it back to season one, I remember Y'all were the second Housewife cast that was announced and filmed as Housewives. Beverly Hills was the first, and y'all were second. Do you feel like um, your relationship with filming, like going into it knowing it was Housewives, was Was super high pressure? Yes, absolutely. Like, because I'm a Housewife fan. I've been watching Housewives since it started. Um, I've watched every season of Beverly Hills, Dallas, Orange County, New York, um, most of Potomac, most of Atlantic, Atlanta, so like, and Miami. So for me, it was like surreal, like knowing that I was going on as me, um, as a housewife, and that I know what I know what comes with that from an audience perspective, yes, right? Yes, yes, because mm-hmm. you feel Brandy and I didn't know what we were getting into going in, and I always say I think it was easier because I didn't 
I mean, I wore Lululemon. Like, actually, I think somebody, I remember on Twitter, somebody was like, are they sponsored by Lululemon, Brandy, and Stephanie? Because we wore it so much. <laughs> but I was like, oh, you know, it's, a, at, the, it's at your house, so I'm just going to put my sweatpants on. And uh, I was, I think we were able to be probably too much ourselves that season. But after you find out that you're a housewife, I've at least felt much more pressure to be put together and to do hair and makeup. And, like, if I'm going to be casual, I'll be in, like, something cute and not my Lululemon workout pants and a ponytail. Like it it put a lot more pressure, at least on me. Um, And it's amazing the amount of money you have to spend to, to do a show like this too, just to, for clothes and hair and makeup. And it's, it's crazy. And I don't know if you had to pay for your own events or not, but that was the biggest shock for me too. I'm like, you want me to throw this elaborate party and pay for it. So I host a lot of parties. And I always hire catering and bartenders, but like when you have the pressure of the show, you level up, right? Like you buy way too many flowers, you buy way too many, like there's so much pressure knowing um, that you're a housewife. But I think that season one, something I'm proud of is I really did just show up as myself and pulled from my closet. I did most of my hair and makeup on my own all season. Oh, I love that. But then I watched it and I was like, well, shoot, I'm going to need a glam squad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to need it. I'm going to need to pay attention to my outfits a little more. Yes, because so you look on TV and you're like, gosh, it's, yeah. Who would you say went in, going into season one, who would you say spent the most money on glam and clothes? Jensha. Really? I could see that. I yeah, said Mary. Absolutely. I mean, somebody else's money. Mary, yeah, Mary, yeah. Oh my gosh. I would say, I, yeah, Mary always seemed to wear like a lot of labels too. Yeah. So I could see her as well. Okay, like, so I think that Mary already had it all. That's oh, true. Oh, yes, yes, that's that's so, true. So Mary definitely has a very extensive and expensive closet. Um, and she has all the things, but Mary, um, you know, only hosted like, one main event, which was the Met Gala Cocktail Attire Luncheon. Uh-huh. And Jen hosted uh, multiple events. So I that's where I think Jen spent the most money because she did huge elaborate events. I mean, her glam squad is more than just hair makeup assistant. It was like 12 people rolling oh feet with her at all times. What do all 12 people even do? I mean, one puts on her earrings, one puts on her <laughs> panties, one puts on her makeup, one puts her hair. Uh, Brandy, yeah. Brandy and I, I think- can attest to like the paying thing is really difficult because I will say our last season, Brandy got really screwed with payments. She, We were doing usually trips production pays for and they did not. We had like the, you know, South Fork Ranch that she threw and they wanted to be over the top for two days, like non day and night, you know, all day long. And they stuck her with the entire bill because we had no more budget left. And uh, <laughs> I think she had the biggest bill out of all of us at that at that moment. Yeah, yeah, but well, that is not that's not cool. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, well, I think the frustration is is that there's people that continually year after year that production paid for their events. Or they'd host like a lunch. Or they, yeah, a lunch or a tea party. It would be like, yeah, you you can tell (laughs) who we're talking about. Like like, they never spent any money. It wasn't really over the top or elaborate. And then we would have to do these huge things and spend all this money. So then there was an unfairness, like we're all getting paid. And I know part of our check is because we have to do these events, right? Um, Yeah. 
but if everybody's not pulling their weight and somebody's like throwing big elaborate events and you know putting their heart and soul into it and another person's like having sandwiches and tea at their house then it's like it's just sometimes and it's year after year it's just a little unfair because yeah even yeah. to the point to where we would go high-end shopping and like I would pay for my expensive items and then production would come in and hand another person a credit card to pay for their expensive items. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, it was it, it got it kind kind of bad to where we like, finally hey. had a discussion with production and we were like, "Listen, you have to treat us fair. Like you can't like have us do shopping scenes where, you know, just because you think we have it, we're paying for all of our stuff and then the other person you're like handing them credit cards to pay for whatever they want. Like there has to be some level of like fairness involved. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm not aware of that on our cast. Um, I think that as far as I know, now I'm like going to be all skeptical. <laughs> now you're going to watch for <laughs> it. Now you're going to watch. <laughs> See what they do. Okay. She's the cutest person ever. I love her. Um, I am so excited to watch season three. I had a lot of Mary questions, but I was so, like, oh. I have not watched any of the seasons, but oh. now I'm going to oh have to. Oh my gosh, you have to. <laughs> okay. And also I know so much inside stuff of, of season three. So it was hard for me not to like say things that I already knew, um, but I didn't want her to get in trouble because as you guys know, like <laughs> Bravo would get really... <laughs> Not on to Brandy and I, but I, I don't want her to get in trouble. Be punished. Yes. And, you know, because I I know, I don't know if you ever did Brandy, but there were some people on our show that actually got fined. I think Kelly Dodd said she got oh. fined. Like, it was on some Bravo I did, blog I, got, I did get fined for something. Yes. Who, who got there? I think there were, like, one or two people in our la- our final season who, like, lost their ent- entire uh, Mine was a little, good behavior check. a little hit, but, and... I, I don't even know why, but I got a little hit. Yes. <laughs> well, um, I, there was one time I almost got a hit and then I didn't, but um, it was about Cameron. I think I said something not so nice about her in an interview. And then they I were, think you also said it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I was like, I will take any punishment you give me. It was worth it at the oh. moment. Um, there's sometimes you just have to say something. Um, and, but they didn't find me. So thank God. Um, but, uh, but yeah, she's really, really sweet, um, and I just adore her. And I like that it feels like just one big family, even though you're in a different franchise, and it's just it's yeah. kind of nice because you have yeah. so much in common. Thank you so much for listening and supporting. You can follow me at Steph Holman on Instagram and Facebook. And me at Brandy Redmond. And our podcast at BS The Podcast. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.